Oh, good morning. That's it's a great day in the name of Jesus. You know, we're just here gathered in Jesus' name, di ba? Sabi ni Jesus, where two or three of you, no? Kung nagtitipon, tipon, in my name. Ibig sabihin, in, in, in my cause, in, in, in my purposes, then you will know that I am there in your midst. Okay? God is here. Okay? <laughs> God is with us. Before we start the Word of God this morning, I just want to thank the person. I don't know kung sino sa inyo ay nag-text sa akin. One of you is texting me yung uh, encouraging words. No? Merong, uh, nag-reply ako kasi nasabi doon is, SFCC is blessed to have you as a pastor and this uh, you know, your topic, your preaching. So, nakaka-encourage, nag-reply ako, sino ito kasi wala yung name, number lang. Ikaw ba yan? Nag-reply ako, and then sabi ko, sino, sino po sila? Kasi uh, bagong phone na. Uh. And then, ang response niya is, secret. <laughs> ang response is, uh, basta undercover encourager. And so I'm very blessed by that. And so kung sino ay nagte-text sa akin, salamat. Thank you. Kasi nakaka-bless. In fact, hindi ko binubura yung message. I save it in my drafts sa box, okay? And also, I want to thank the worship team. I think yung iba bumaba na, pero these guys, you know, I want you to if you see some people from the band, just just give them a hug, high five and just let them know that you appreciate them. They they practice and work so hard the whole week and uh, you know, we need to just love and honor them. Let's pray before we start the sharing of God's Word. Uh, I hope you came expecting. Sana na you're expecting to eat the words of God. Man will not live by bread alone, but by the words of God. So, sana may Bible, may ball pen, may handouts na tayo. May handouts na kayo. All right, we're ready. Let's pray together and ask the Holy Spirit to turn the lights on in our mind and in our hearts. Oh, Holy Spirit, we invite you to be the permanent resident of our minds and our hearts. Lord, that you would illuminate, magbigay ng liwanag, switch on the lights of our understanding so that we could know how deep and how wide is your love and your, your work to bring us to victory in this life and in the life to come. Thank you for eternal life, which has no end. We thank you for the eternal quality of life. Thank you for Jesus and the blood of the Lamb Jesus that washes away our sins and purifies us ayong harapan. And we just ask you, Lord, to speak to us this morning. And change our lives. You will not adjust to us. We adjust to you. And we will submit and, and, and say, Lord, whatever your word says, we will obey and trust you and love you. Now receive, we receive now in faith everything that your word says. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, tools for victory. Everybody say victory. Yeah, it's victory. And victory 
is that uh, is that experience of winning, not losing. Ang nais ng Dios is panalo ka, hindi loser. Okay, God did not call you to be a victim, but to have victory. And so we need tools for victory. God has given us everything we need. And the past weeks, we talk about confidence. You know, ang, ang tool ni Satan is shame, guilt, condemnation. But God gave us a tool for victory. And that is the confidence. That we don't have to carry a, a guilty conscience. We can have confidence. Okay? So, walk with confidence. Last week, ang diniscuss natin is the seven areas where Jesus shed His blood. Seven. Pito na, na beses or pito na, na areas sa kanyang uh, pawis. Jesus triumphed and shed His blood over His, you know, f- he, he triumphed over His own will so that we could have a submitted will. And the, marami pa, yung tinik na tinako niya sa, sa, sa ulo and the stripes the, the mga deep na mahabang sugat sa kanyang katawan, sa sides, sa hands, sa mga paa, and even yung mga pasa, yung mga internal bleedings. All of the blood of Jesus has significance for us today. Today, I want to continue with yung part B ng verse. Basahin natin sabay-sabay yung Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. Kasi dito ko nakuha yung dalawang tools na ito. The blood of the Lamb. Let's read this together. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, So ito yung expanded, uh, uh, konting background muna. I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now the salvation, the power, the kingdom of our God, and the authority of His Messiah have come. For the one who accuses our brothers who accuses them day and night in the presence of our God has been thrown out. Okay, so ito yung background. Mayroong tinatawag na accuser. Sino kaya yung accuser? Sino yung taga-sumbong sa lahat ng mga nagawa mong kasalanan? Satan is there before God and nagsusumbong siya. He's accusing you. Pinaparemind ang Diyos. Here's what he's done. Here's what she has done. But here's what it says. The accuser has been thrown out. Kick out. See Satan. And it says here, they won. Can you read it with me? They won the victory over him because of the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. It's shout, word of their testimony. It's a word of my testimony. Now, a testimony, ito yung, uh, pag, ito yung sinasabi ng isang witness. Diba? Sa court of law, pag may RTC dyan sa mga court, and tatawagan ng abogado yung, yung witness, isang saksi, na kung saan magbibigay ng testimony. The witness will now give his testimony. Anong ibig sabihin testimony? Whatever you have seen or heard or experienced. So, ang, ang witness ay magsasabi kung anong nakakita niya, kung anong naranasan niya, kung anong narinig niya. And if tinawag ng isang witness yung, yung, yung kalaban na it- attorney, 
<laughs> then yung witness na yan ay hindi mo kaibigan. Di ba? Kung ikaw ay nasa trial and they called uh, the witness, the, the, yung kalaban na attorney, na magta-testify tungkol sa mga nagawa mo, o na, na, narinig niya na, na sinabi mo. So, taga-sumbong yan. And that is the role of Satan. Yan ang ginagawa niya night and day and day and night. Always reminding and accusing. Nagsusumbong. And the accuser, sabi dito sa Revelation, has been kicked out. And we, the brothers and sisters in the Lord, tayo, ikaw at ako, overcame him, the devil. Victory. We overcame him. Paano? By the blood of the Lamb, the blood of Jesus. Diniscuss natin yan last week. And today, by the word of our testimony. Meron din tayong testimony. Hindi lang yung kalaban ang may testimony tungkol sa atin. Meron din tayong testimony na galing pa sa salita ng Diyos, which is what we have seen about Jesus sa salita ng Diyos. What we have heard the Word of God say about us. At kung anong karanasan natin, we talk about it. We talk about the blood of the Lamb. We talk about Jesus. At kung lahat, we talk about what He did for us. That's the word of my testimony. Ang word of your testimony will bring you victory in life. The devil has no victory over you Actually, uulitin ko, the devil cannot kill you. He has no power to kill you. Kung meron power like that, he should have already killed you. If the devil could kill you, he already would have done it. He cannot do that. The devil has no power over you. Maraming Kristiyano ay nag actually mas matindi ang, ang ang paniniwala sa devil kaysa sa Diyos. <laughs> Maraming Kristiyano natatakot pa sa mga demonyo. Every day nagre-release ng faith sa power ng kaaway and not talk about how big God is. But there the devil has no victory even Kung nahulog ka sa kasalanan, he still does not win. Even kung nakasakit ka, he still cannot win in your life. I'm just telling you, the devil will not be able to defeat you through his own power. Kasi wala siyang power over you. But, 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 here's how the devil attacks you. Ito yung strategy niya. He has no power over you Dahil sabi ni Jesus, all the authority has been given to me. So Jesus got all the authority and gave us authority on the earth. So the devil's strategy is, ganito, he will deceive you. He will try to make you think he's very powerful. Gagawa siya ng suggestion, ng idea, ilalagay niya sa utak mo na so that you will think that God and the devil are halos kapantay sa power. That God and the devil are fighting each other. 
and hindi natin nakikita, hindi natin malalaman kung sino mananalo. You know, the devil wants you to think that he is very powerful, but he is not. He is not. And ito yung number one strategy of the devil is to make you say with your mouth some things that will hurt you. The devil cannot directly hurt you, but he, would, he wants you to hurt yourself with your own authority and your own words. O paano? Paano? Pag-usapan natin ngayon. Because the devil would like you to think that he can attack you, gagamitin mo ang bibig mo to attack yourself. It says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 12, that the tongue, read this with me, the tongue, sinong walang dila? Oh, lahat tayo nagsasalita, di ba? Lahat tayo mahilig magsalita. Maybe not during the church time, but mamaya-maya, I'm sure, madadal kayong lahat. Okay? It says here in Proverbs 18, 12, the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. If you love to talk, <laughs> ibig sabihin, mga kapatid, our words can either bring life to our situation or death. Words have the power to heal or kill. Words have the power to bring joy or depression. Words can bring us success or failure. Your words could determine if you lived satisfied and rich or if you lived complaining and poverty mentality. The words that you speak, sabi sa Proverbs 18.12, is that parang ito ay yung bunga ng words ay kakainin mo. You will eat, you will enjoy or suffer the consequences of your words. The power of the word of our testimony. Doon ho ang tool for victory. And so every attack, every attack that the devil makes against you, against your family, bawat attack against your health and your finances, the attacks that Satan does laban sa atin, is to try to make you speak a word that will hurt you. That will make you lose the victory instead of enjoy the victory. Okay? Example. Ang, ang gusto niya is magsasalita ka na kontra sa sinabi ng Diyos. Satan wants you to speak a word that is different than God's word about you. You know, the word uh, confess. I, I, I shared this with you before. The word confess, hindi ibig sabihin, aaminin mo ang lahat ng nagawa mong masama. Hindi. Ang word confess comes from the Greek word homologeo. Homo logeo. It's two words put together. Do you know the word homo? Anybody heard the word homo? No, you be in homo. 
Homo sapien, Homo. Huh? Oh, hindi ko alam yun, ah. Bago yun. Meron ding homosexual. The word homo means same. Same. Okay? Same sex, same kapwang human. Homo and logeo is from the word, the, the word that means word. So, homo logeo means to say the same word as. So, when we bring a confession, we are speaking in Total agreement with God's word. Kung sino si God, kung sinong sinabi ng God na ikaw, you say the same thing as God. But Satan wants you to say that you are not what the Bible says you are. And Satan wants you to say that you cannot have kung anong sinabi ng Bible na you could have. Ang gusto ni Satan is iisipin mo na ang mga promises sa Bible ay para sa mga elite lamang. Hindi para sa akin. Uh, ang Satan wants you to think that hindi mo kayang gawin ang mga nakasulat sa Biblia. Masyadong mahirap, hindi mo kaya. But God wants us to confess and to use our mouth bilang uh, tool for victory. Now, in the Old Testament, I'll give you a little bit of, okay lang if I teach Bible t- history. Sa Old Testament, in the book of Exodus, chapter 12, doon ho nakikita natin yung story of the Passover. You remember the story of the Passover? The children of Israel, God's people, were in Egypt as slaves. And God raised up a leader, Nasi Moses, to bring them out of slavery. And then, sampu, ten plagues came on the Egyptians. Kasama sana ang mga Israelites sa death of the firstborn, except God said, if you kill a lamb and take its blood and paint it on the sides and at the top of the doorpost yung, yung hamba doon I- 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 apply or i-paint pinturaan mo yung blood of the lamb and you will be protected you will be saved maliligtas ka kung ang blood of the lamb is over you and ang gamit nila was what's called a hyssop branch isang halaman na hindi uso dito pero parang uh, tinatali nila maraming halaman like maybe imagine a very small walistambo tinatali nila yung, yung halaman na hisop and they dip it in the blood and then distribute it out dip in, distribute out dip in, paint out today in the New Testament okay, yan ang Old Testament ang gamit nila blood of a lamb physical blood of the lamb ang gamit nila sa pag-a-apply or sa pag-paint ng blood sa kanilang bahay ay hisop sa new covenant our words are like the hisop our words dip into the word of god dip into the blood sacrifice of jesus the lamb of god and distribute the blood out 
into every area ng buhay natin. Ang hisop, ginagamit nila sa pagwiwisik. May sprinkling. Okay? Our words can be sprinkled around, here and there. You sprinkle your words about Jesus at work. You sprinkle a word or a phrase sa, sa bahay. You sprinkle a prayer before you eat. You sprinkle a prayer before you drive. You sprinkle words of of blessing over your children, over your finances. Your words are like the hisop of the Old Testament to to apply the blood of the Lamb and your words and your faith about Jesus sa ating buhay, na iba-ibang area ng buhay natin. So we need to recognize that our words are very, very important sa, sa ating victory. It, it's what purifies really our conscience. If you don't say, I am a Christian, you will always feel like a non-Christian. Kaya mahalaga na huwag mahiya na magsabi na ako isang Kristiyano. I'm a I'm born again Christian. I I've, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't be ashamed to use your mouth to declare your faith. Alam mo, in the early you know hundreds of years ago, every church service they had a declaration of faith, yung parang creed of faith. They would have this, you know, I believe in Jesus Christ, born of the Virgin, you know, and and they have this. Every week, always speak their faith. And I want to share with you something that I heard on TV. Ito magiging uh, outline ng ating topic ngayon. And napakaganda yung, yung confession na ito. The, and a lot of churches are doing this. They will, bago sila mag-start uh, mag sa preaching, the pastor will hold up the Bible. Sino sa inyo may Bible ngayon? Oh, maliit, malaki, makapal, bago, luma. Any Bible. And he would say, this is my Bible. Okay, why don't you try it? Say, this is my Bible. Saan ang Bible mo? Parang wala naman. So, this is my Bible. And then he will say, I am what it says I am. Okay? I can have what it says I can have. I can do what it says I can do. Then he will say, today I will be taught the word of God. I boldly confess. My mind is alert. Ang utak ni ba ay alert ngayon? Sabi mo, my mind is alert. Sabi mo, my heart is receptive. I will never be the same in Jesus' name. Pero mag-focus muna tayo doon sa tatlong na nabanggit niya. This is my Bible. So isulat mo doon, this is my Bible. And number one is, I am who it says I am. It says, I am who it says I am. I am not who I feel. I am who the Bible says I am. 
Maraming Kristiyano, they don't have a good identity about themselves. Ito self-esteem. Then the damay. Even, even some believers, tinanggap nila si Jesus, but they would still say, I'm only a sinner. Makasalanan lang ako eh. Tao lang ako. O sasabihin nila yung mga words na, hindi ako karapat dapat. And so, ang ginagawa nila is yung identity, ginagawa na kontra, hello, sinasabi nila tungkol sa sarili nila is kontra sa sinasabi ng Diyos about you. The Bible never said you're poor. The Bible never said you're a sinner. Nowhere does the Bible say that a born-again Christian is a sinner. But many born-again Christians ay nagsasabi, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big sinner. The Bible says we were, ano yan, past tense? We were sinners. You know what the Bible says we are now? Saint. Ooh, saints. Tingin sa katabi mo kung mukhang saint yun. But that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that we are saints. So wag mong sabihin, wag mong sabihin na unwanted ako. Ako isang ampun. Marami sa single mom ako o ako uh, tamad ako, bobo, magastos, walang kwenta. Ma mahina ako. Ginagawang mali, mali mali. The Bible hindi naka hindi the Bible does not say mahina ka. The Bible does not say sakitin ka. The Bible does not say you are those identity. The Bible does not say pangit uh, ka. The Bible does not say that. Pero ito ang mga sinasabi natin and ito yung strategy ni Satan to make you hurt yourself. Satan will deceive you para lalabas sa bibig mo ako ay mataba, paya, payat, uh, maliit, maitim, ugly, ako uh, isang loser, mahirap, dropout, undergraduate, ako isang hypocrite. And when you say that, Satan is not killing you. He's deceiving you and you're hurting yourself. Nakikita niyo ba? So, yung victory na dapat nasa atin is parang nawawalaan tayo ng experience of the victory that we should have. Nung, this past week, we attended a, with Jonathan and Luby and Rodel and uh, Tessie, we attended a parenting seminar. And isa sa mga tips na nabanggit doon sa parenting seminar, they said, when you correct your children, always separate the behavior from the person. So halimbawa, uh, hindi nagsalita ng totoo yung, yung bata, huwag mong sabihin, you're a liar. Liar ka. Iihiwalay mo yung ginawa niya na hindi tama doon sa tao. Hindi siya liar, kundi nag-lie siya. Ang gets niyo? So you would say, instead of, you're a li liar ka, sasabihin mo, why did you lie? Eh, hindi naman ikaw yun. Hindi ka ganyan. Ba't ka nag-lie? 
we are a family of truth. You're a child of the light. So why would you lie? Okay? Or kung hindi sumunod sa gawang bahay or kung ano yung pinautos mo, kung anong inutos sa kanya, huwag mong sabihin, ikaw isang tamad. Tamad ka. No? Ihiwalay mo yung behavior sa pagkatao ng bata. Masasabihin mo something like, why did you not yet follow my instructions? Bakit hindi ka pa nagawa na yung pinagawa ko sa'yo? Dahil you're obedient. Obedient ka. So bakit hindi ka match yung gawa sa ugali mo o sa personality mo? So we have to always separate. Are you following me? The same thing, even sa atin, maybe nadapa ka sa kasalanan. Maybe you fell into temptation. Maybe you did something wrong. But you don't take an identity na hindi binigay ng Diyos sa'yo. Huwag mong ariin ng identity na I'm a sinner. Dahil sa kasalanan. You know, Jesus already settled your sin. So you can never become a sinner again, even if you sin. You've got to separate the behavior from the person. Why would I sin? That's not me. And I would, I would ask myself, Bakit ako nagawa yun? Hindi ako yun. That's not my nature anymore. See? So it's very important uh, we look at this. First John chapter 3. Verse 1. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Uh, See how much our Father loves us, for He calls us His children, and that's what we are. Sabimo, that's what I am. Sabimo, I'm a child of God. It says uh, J.B. Phillips' version. It's the same verse, but different version. Consider the incredible love that the Father has shown us in allowing us to be called children of God. And that is not just what we are called, but that is who we are. Wow, isn't that great? So, when instead of saying, Pangit ako, you say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalms chapter 139. You say, uh, instead of saying, Mahirap ako, you say, ako'y isang tagapagmana. Are you following me? And here's my point. Write this down. Refuse. Refuse identities that God has not given you. Eh kung sinabi ni God, mahirap ka, eh tanggapin mo. But God never said that. Eh kung sinabi ng Diyos na you're a big bad sinner, then... But that's not what God says. God says, you're sanctified, you're justified, you are redeemed, you are forgiven, you're a saint, you're called, you're fearfully and wonderfully made, you're not alone, you're rich, you're a champion, you're an overcomer. This is what God wants us. This is the word of testimony. Dahil doon, Matatakumpay tayo sa kaaway. Number two. The next point was that I have what it says I have. Ako'y, I can have. Pwede ako tumanggap. Pwede. 
I can have anything that the Bible said I can have. If God promised it, I can have it. Period. I need to receive it by faith. Pero wag madalas ang maririnig mo is, I don't have. I don't have. I don't have money. Yan bang sinabi ng Bible? Does the Bible, can you show me a verse that says you don't have money? I don't have time. Wala akong oras. Eh, wala sa Bible yun. I don't have anyone to love me. Sasabi na, I don't have, wala akong talino, wala akong trabaho, wala akong future. But the Bible says, here's Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. My God will supply all your needs according to His riches in glory. So, pwede tayo magsabi na, I have what I need to do na kung ano yung pinapagawa ni God sa akin to do. I have, the Bible says, we have the mind of Christ. We have, you have, I have relationship with God. You have a relationship with God. Okay, I have peace. I'm not saying if you feel it. I'm saying you believe that you have it. Jesus said, my peace, I leave with you. Now, why would you say, wala kong peace of mind? Wala kong peace. Jesus said, I leave you my peace. So it's very true. And the word of your testimony, the victory that overcomes the devil, is you give a word of testimony. I heard Jesus say, my peace I leave you. I heard Jesus say, my joy will be in you and your joy will be full. I read the Bible. I saw my witness. I'm a witness. I'm giving my testimony that in the presence of the Lord, I have fullness of joy. Never mind kung anong karanasan ko, if I don't feel it, or if I feel sick, or if I feel a fever. Or, but I believe I can have kung anong sinabi ng Biblia na I can have. I have love. I have strength. The Bible says, be strong in the Lord. I have that strength. Okay? I have family. <laughs> If you become a Christian, you get brothers and sisters, a father. You, you are not alone. I have family. I have the Holy Spirit's power. I don't have anything. I don't have any power. I don't have a hope. I don't have a future. The Bible says that He has plans to give you a hope and a future. Give you a hope and future. So you can declare the word of your testimony Ahoy may pag-asa. I have a prosperous future ahead. Ayon sa sinabi ng Dios. <laughs> I can have what it says I have. I can have healing in my mind, emotions, and even in my body. I can have the promises of God. Nasabi ni Paul, they are yes, yes, and amen. So I can have what it says I have. So write this down. Refuse to take ownership of what God has not given you. 
Um problema, instead of taking possessions, instead of taking, you know, possession or ownership, imbis na inaari natin yung mga promises ng Dios. ang ginagawa natin is inaari natin yung mga hindi sinabi ni God na pwede ka magkaroon. Yung friend ko noon na uh, laging bumabalik yung yung kanyang, itong sinasabi niya, yung aking migraine. Okay? Sino sa inyo na naranasan na masakit na masakit ang ulo? Ito yung migraine headache. Sabi niya, migraines. And laging pag nabanggit niya tungkol sa kanyang uh, reklamo na about her health, laging sinasabi niya, my migraines. Sa Tagalog, ang mga aking migraines. Do you get that? Ang aking sakit. Eh kasi, ano, nahihirapan ako sa sakit ko. Kanino yun? Do you understand what's happening? Hindi niya akalain, but actually, sa pamamagitan ng kanyang word of testimony, inaari, ini-embrace, and she's taking possession of a sickness that was not meant for her to be the owner of. God doesn't want you to take ownership of sickness and disease and poverty. Yes, it's true. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you deny yung reality. Okay? I'm, I, I know that some people are uh, extreme and they would deny the reality. Masasabi nila, you know, ang fever is nasa 40 na. And then sasabihin nila, wala akong fever. Wala akong, I don't have fever. Or they're vomiting, you know, and, and, and the blood test says that you have, you know, dengue in your blood, whatever. And then sasabihin niya, wala akong sakit. I'm not, I don't have any problem with uh, my health right now. So hindi ko sina suggest that you deny reality. What I'm suggesting is that the word of your testimony should be very carefully phrased. Very careful how you speak. And here's an example. Na inisip ko yung mga movies na may landmines sa war zone. Nakita mo ng movie like The Killing Fields or something na the enemy had put uh, those yung mga yung sasabog na landmines. It's like a disc and kung inapakan mo yan, boom! Patay ka na. And they put those na random around the field. And so yung mga soldiers, the ally soldiers, if they're walking, and they, kung alam nila na merong delikado doon sa field na yan, there's mines there. And if they step in the wrong place, it will kill them. So when you have to cross the field, when you have to talk about your health, when you have to call in, and ask for leave of absence. When you have to talk to people about yung, 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 yung condition mo, o kung ano yung meron ka, ang sinasabi ko lang is be careful how you use your mouth. When you cross through landmines, they have to be very careful to step on a safe zone. So yung next step, they will be very careful. Make sure na don't step on the landmine that will hurt you. Find a place that you can step. You're still walking through those fields, but you have to find a place where you can step na hindi 
hindi explode ang sarili mong paa. You won't hurt yourself. And so when you talk about your health or your finances, careful lang sa pagkukonstruct ng sentence. Kaysa yung wala akong load. Ibaan natin na hindi pa nakaload yung aking o hindi pa nakaload yung aking cellphone. Yung load nasa store pa. That's not denying it. Wala, ka, wala talagang load sa phone, but you don't have to say, wala akong load. You know, you don't have to say, I'm poor, I'm sick. And especially, you know, this past week, actually, nung Tuesday, kumapit sa akin ng isang uh, kakadiring lagnat. <laughs> aking kalaban, hindi aking kaibigan. Naintindihan niyo ba? So, hindi ko sinabi, may sakit ako. Hindi ko sinabi, fever ko. Hindi akin yun. Ang sinasabi ko is, there's an unwanted, uh, what do you call this? There's an unwanted fever trying to get on my body and I'm fighting it off. Do you understand? I'm fighting a fever. So you can say, I'm struggling with a sickness. And the sickness, but make sure, just understand, the sickness does not belong in your body. Maybe it's trying to stay in your body, but you're trying to get it out. And you're using your faith and your words instead of claiming ownership, instead of taking possession of what is not supposed to be yours, you are changing your testimony. Not denying reality, but being very careful how you use your mouth. Your mouth is like a loaded gun. Your mouth is a weapon and a tool that you can use to build good things in your life and establish good things, or you can use it to stabilize negative conditions in your life. Are you following me? Oh, that's good preaching. You should be really writing that down. Okay. Now, refuse to take ownership of what God has not given you. And number three, I can do what it says I can do. I can do. I have the power, the ability, the capacity. Maraming kristyano ay nagsasabi na, hindi ko kaya I can't. I can't help it. I can't handle it. It's too hard. I'm only a human. I can't quit smoking. I can't quit drinking. I can't stop cursing. Habit ko na yan. I can't wake up early. Yan. Hindi ako, pwede, hindi ako, hindi ako kaya mag-pray sa harapan ng mga tao. Hindi ko siya yung kausapin. Hindi ko siya kaya hindi ko kaya kausapan yung tao. You know, they would say things that I can't, puro di ko kaya, di ko kaya, can't, 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 cannot, cannot. And parang sinasabi mo, ako ay may limitations. And so write this down, refuse limitations that God has not given you. Sinabi ba ni God sa'yo na hindi mo kaya gawin yun? 
No? Anong sabi ni God sa Philippians chapter 4? Verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Sa Amplified Bible, it says, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything through Him who infuses inner strength into me. So, wag mong sabihin, di ko kaya, maraming, mar, uh, lagi kong naririnig na, di, di maiwasan eh. eh. May tinawag nila ako na mag-shot doon, di maiwasan eh. Pakikisama, wala, wala, akong, maga, wala akong magagawa. Alam mo, you're putting limitations as if wala kang choice. Walang choice eh. And you know, you're, parang sa pamamagitan ng mouth at words mo, naglalagay ka ng unwarranted limitations sa buhay mo na hindi naglagay ng Diyos ng limitation na yan sa'yo. Sasabihin nila, I can't read well. I can't lead a cell group. I can't make money. I can't succeed. I can't accomplish. I can't commit. Sorry, I can't attend. Alam mo, you can do all things that Christ gives you strength to do. Sabimo, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So I want to just give you the application. Let's do this. Point to your head. Head. Okay. May laman ba? All right. Head and then mouth. Point to your mouth and heart. Okay. Three things. Ready? Head. Come on, follow me. Head, mouth, heart. Head, mouth, heart. Head. Heart. Okay, for the head, number one, letter A is expect the best, not the worst. Napaka miserable ng buhay na, always expecting the worst. But you can, in your mind, expect the best and not the worst. Jude chapter 1, verse 20 says, Build yourselves up in your most holy faith. Now, I know about faith, but what's this most? Most. Sabihin mo most. The most holy faith. You know, our faith is not all the same. Hindi pantay-pantay ang mga faith natin. God gives us a gift of faith, pero it's a small package. Okay? Imagine kung kaya mong hawakan ng faith na binigay ng Diyos sa'yo in your hands. Ang, ang bigay ni God sa'yo na faith is just small. Para siyang binghi. Buto ng, imagine, may buto na nga ng, uh, ng manga or something. And it's a small measure. It's a measure of faith. Okay? Uh, good for you know, three teaspoons, a half cup, you know, 100 ml, whatever, how many grams. God gives you a gift of faith in a measure. But you're not, you cannot survive in life just with that. It's not enough to take you through life. It has to grow. It can grow. Faith is like a muscle. Mga muscles natin, it can grow. Muscle ni Zion, lumalaki Yung legs niya, malakas. hawak niya. But his muscles are growing. Dahil ginagamit niya everyday. Ginagamit niya. And when you use your faith, how do you use your faith? Here, by speaking a word of testimony. 
you use your faith not just by thinking but there should be a stretch nakapag release ka ng words na medyo it's like a stretch you know when i had this fever on tuesday and i really felt bad tuesday na nagattend ako dito sa praise and prayer and during that time, after the praise and prayer, I Bambi, come on, let's go home now. Because talagang, head to foot, I feel body pains. Sino sa inyo naranasan ng dengue? You know what dengue fever feels like? Am I the only one that had dengue fever? Dengue? It hurts. From head to toe, I feel chills and masakit ang katawan. But I, I received prayer. And then, you know, hindi agad-agad na na nagbago yung yung karamdaman ko after the prayer so i have to now exercise my faith you know faith is when you lift weights it's not easy to lift kumusyado madali hindi magi-stretch ang muscle mo so i had to stretch my faith and they say okay how are you feeling now and i said well i'm going to win Basta mananalo ako. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win against this fever. And for me, that's the most I could say. Hindi ko kayang sabihin. It's totally gone. That's all. My, the measure of my faith, the most I could say was, I will win. And sa gabi na yan, ito, good news. The same, I mean, we went home. Tulog ako kaagad. And you know, five times, the fever broke. Alam mo yung feeling na, you know what they say, like, pag biglang, uh, alam mo yung chills na ganun. Tapos, pag pumawis ka ng gusto, that's a good sign, right? Limang beses ako nagpalit ng t-shirt ko dahil limang beses nag-break yung fever. Boom! Palit t-shirt. Boom! Tulog ako. And Bambi will come and change my t-shirt. And then I wake up, you know, like that. And then, basta I know I'm, he, I'm in the process of being healed. But that's not what Satan is telling me. Satan was putting sa, sa utak ko na yung idea, you got dengue fever. You got dengue. Yan ang sinasabi ni Satan sa akin. You got dengue. What I said is, I got a good sleep tonight. Five times I beat Satan that night. Five times I broke the fever. I overpowered the fever. My body wins over fever. That's my testimony. If, if you had an experience where sickness came onto your body, that's not a lose. That's your opportunity to win. That's, you're not, don't, look, I know some Christians had been extreme in the teaching, trying to make people feel guilty if you got sick. Or to feel like you don't have enough faith if you have debts and, and you're poor. Look, we have already laid the foundation. There is no guilt in Christ. There is, we don't do that kind of, you know, you don't have enough faith. No. Whatever comes, just take your mouth and use it to the highest level you possibly can on the faith side. Maybe your faith is not that much to say, 
in Jesus' name, you are healed of cancer. You know, yung, 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 yung lola mo na may diabetes, and you said, in Jesus' name, I believe you're healed of cancer right now. Maybe, hindi yung, maybe yung faith mo hindi sa ganun na level. But maybe your faith, your most holy faith is only at level two. Build yourself up at your most holy faith. Ibig sabihin, speak, listen, speak a word of testimony always at your highest level, whatever that is for you. Speak at your highest level of faith. Okay? So kung ang faith mo, ang kaya mong sabihin with faith is just to say, I'm healed of a headache. You know, I think I'm getting better. I think I will win. Kung talagang bankrupt, walang wala, don't say, I'm poor. You just say, God has not left me. You know, maybe ang faith mo hindi pa ganong kat, you know, sa level na sasabihin mo, I'm rich. You know, I hope you can say that. But if, honestly, you cannot say that you're rich, at least you can say, God is providing for me. If that's your highest level, then speak at your highest level. Because you will keep stretching. Kung ito yung maximum level ng faith, and ito ang lowest level ng faith mo, don't stay here at the lower part. Speak at the higher part. Are you following me? Kung anong level ng highest level of faith mo, doon ka lagi. And as you hit the lid, as you hit, you're stretching it, and you're moving from faith to faith. And as you stretch your faith, it grows, and next time, your highest level of faith, your most Holy faith is at a higher level than before. So, nakakaroon tayo ng new highest level. We get a new highest level. And so, when I say to you, you need to go to the next level, you're going to move higher in your faith. Higher in your ability to trust God for supernatural things. Higher in your being convinced that nothing is impossible with God. So, friends, whatever level of faith you have, expect the best, not the worst. And live your life from the peak, maximum point you possibly can. Okay? And letter B is speak positive and not negative. Speak positive, not negative. Okay? Again, Kung hindi mo kayang sabihin, I am rich, sabihin mo, I am blessed. Okay? At least, hindi ka umapak sa landmine. At least you didn't step on a dangerous, you stepped on something safe. You said a word that was at least safe. Because if you say negative words, Satan can use that. It's, it's, you've used it on yourself. You hurt yourself. If you said, I'll never graduate, you become your own prophet. I'll never get a job. broken marriages depression and, and financial problems. It all started maybe some months or years ago, you said something. And the accuser is now reminding. He said it, not me. 
And so it becomes a seed in our lives. Now it's only a matter of time. Tutubo yan. Okay? So speak positive, not negative. Minsan, <laughs> ang faith ko, kasi minsan kapag nagsasalita tayo publicly, parang you're committed. You're on, on the record na. On the record. And may, may nakakarinig sa'yo. So, minsan, very conservative tayo sa ating declaration of faith. Ayaw kong sabihin, I believe in Jesus' name, you're healed. Eh, baka sasabihin nila, ako false prophet. You know, or something. You know, so, sometimes we, we try to be very conservative sa public. So, at least in private, you can exercise more. Right? You can stretch your faith in a safer way. And then, pag sa public, you go as high as you can. And minsan, ang ginagawa namin ni Bambi, we just speak to ourselves in a whisper. I'm healed. I'm healed in Jesus' name. You know? Or we try to speak to Zion. Anyway, hindi naman siya mag No, He just, hindi naman siya mag So we can speak faith to Him. And so we're stretching. And we're practicing. You know, faith is not just one time. It's growing. Okay? So grow your faith. Speak to the highest level. And when you speak positive, tingnan mo, sa Matthew chapter, uh, actually this was Mark chapter 5, the story of this woman who had menstruation, bleeding, for 12 years. Hindi pa siya gumagaling. And she had spent all of her money on doctors and no improvement. But it says in verse 28, because she kept saying, she had been saying, if I can just touch his robe, I will get well. So, laging sinasabi sa sarili niya, if I touch even the robe of Jesus, I will be healed. And you know what? It came true. She got what she said. Mga kapatid, listen. You can have whatever the Bible says you can have. In the book of Numbers, the children of Israel, after going through the desert, papunta sana sila sa, papasok na sana sila sa promised land, na napakagandang land, and there's water and grapes and everything. And then they sent spies, 12 spies, yung sampu, sabi nila, hindi natin kaya. Mamamatay tayo doon. O mamamatay na lang tayo dito sa desert. Pero hindi natin kayang i-conquer yung promised land na yan. Sampu ang nagsabi ng ganon. And you know what? Kung ano yung confession nila, kung ano yung word of their testimony, ito yung sabi nila. We should go back to Egypt and die and die in Egypt or we should die here in the desert. And you know what? They got exactly what they said. Every one of those ten men died in the desert eventually. But the two, the two spies who spoke a positive report, see Joshua at si Caleb, sabi nila, we can surely take the land. We are well able. The land is good. The people are big, but we can do it. And you know what? Napasa kanila yung sinabi nila. Good or for bad, you can have whatever you say. 
Sabi ni Jesus in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, Whosoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he said. Okay? If you have, now, you don't just speak what you want, you speak in faith. Galing sa word of God. Pero kung anong sinabi ni Bay ng word of God, repeat it after me. I can have what it says I can have. And I can do whatever it says I can do. I wish I had time to give you all my testimony. A lot of testimonies. Na, I got a gift of faith. And I spoke about it. And natupad. The time when it was an election year. And I said, we will have a radio station. Natupad. I just said things. And now I'm saying it. We will have a big building. That will hold 1,000, 1,500 people. Now, I don't have a feeling. I don't have a plan. I don't have the money. I don't have the blueprint. I don't have, you know, all of these things nakaplancha na at this time. But I have it. Somehow, somewhere, I have it here in my heart. And I believe it. Not with my intellect. But I believe it with God's faith. Please understand, mga kapatid, there's a difference between your faith and God's faith. Can I share with you about faith just for a moment? I have faith, the faith of Tim Warden in this chair. I have faith that if I sit here, it will hold me. Okay, I believe it and I can manifest my belief, my actions, kasama. Diba? Laging may kasamang action sa panampalataya. Do you, do you agree with that? But I have faith in this chair, the faith of Tim Warden, because my faith, human faith, is based on the senses. The five senses. What we can see, can see it. What we can hear, what we can touch what we can taste and smell. So I can see and touch and experience this chair. So I have faith basi sa aking karanasan, basi sa aking senses. That's sensual faith. I can sense it. So I have faith. I'll do that. But the faith of God, listen, it's different. The faith of God is you don't have anything to see. You cannot hear or touch in the natural physical senses but you believe now would anybody like to come sit in this chair you don't see it but would you sit in the chair you won't do it you can't do it you cannot believe with your faith in in the way God wants you to believe him you can't get saved with your faith. Okay? Listen to me. You cannot get saved with your faith. You can only get saved with God's faith. Because your faith would require how I, I got to see how can I see? You cannot see yourself being saved. Right? 
you can't see that you're being transferred out of the kingdom of darkness into the light. You can, this is something hindi mo nakikita. You cannot see or feel or hear or taste or touch your sins being washed away. That's why you've got to have the faith of God. And the faith of God is a gift that we receive. Thank the Lord that I don't have to create my own faith. God gives it to me as a gift and I respond. Oh, live by faith. Let her see. Live by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Mark eleven twenty two 22 says, Have the faith of God. Your Bible might say, Have faith in God. But the actual correct translation is have the faith of God. It's not your faith. It's God's kind of faith. And when you're born again, when Jesus comes into your life, He gives you His faith. People said to see is to believe. Pero sa totoo lang, to believe is to have the gift of grace na nakakita ka na Hindi mo nakikita. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 says, We need to hold on to our declaration of faith. So mga kapatid, let's finish this. When you read your Bible, at sana nagbabasa kayo ng Bible. I hope you read the Bible. Because the God kind of faith comes to you when you read the Word of God. Faith, the faith of God, comes by hearing the Word of God. When you hear the Word of God, faith comes to you. So as you're reading your Bible, whenever you see a promise or you read and hear about something that says about your identity, about your, uh, what you can have or what you can do, sabihin mo, sabihin mo, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's me. Okay? Go over here to, you know, Matthew chapter 5. Anywhere. It says, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. That's me. Present. You know? And it says something that uh, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I, that's me. I can do that. All things work together for the good of those who love God. That's right. That's me. I can have that. I can do that. That's who I am. A saint. To all the saints in Ephesus, that's me. I'm one of those. To the called, to the chosen, to the beloved in Christ, that's me. Who have been transformed by the renewing of their mind. That's what's happening to me who's moving from glory to glory, faith to faith, strength to strength. That's me. Sabimo, that's me. Sabimo, I can have that. Sabimo, I can do that. If you read the Word of God, get that word of testimony on your mouth. That's me. I have that. I can do that. And listen, they overcame. You will overcome the work of the enemy in your life by the word of your testimony. 
I'm not saying for you to invent something just because you want a new car, you're going to say, that's mine. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you invent your own word. Let me tell you something. Understand this. God will not adjust to you. You adjust to Him. The thing is, He's already spoken so much. Go get those words and adjust your mouth to fit those words. Okay? You don't have to invent new words. You don't have to come up with your own things that you want. God has already given you more blessings and better than what you can think of. You don't have to think of what you want. God knows what you want and what you need. Go get what He said about you. Go get what He gave you already. Go get the words about what you can do. You don't have to start saying what you want to do. Go see what He said you can do and should do and say that. Again, you adjust your mouth to say the same thing He has already been saying. And when your mouth and your will is in alignment, in agreement with God's Word, that's when victory happens. Do right. you agree with that? All right. I expect victories from you. I expect the Word of your testimony to be uh, fruitful. I expect this week you start applying this. Speak positive, not negative. Start expecting the best. Get, get soaked into God's Word and live by faith. The highest possible faith level you have, push the barrier even higher. Don't live at the minimum. Live at the maximum faith you can possibly speak about. You don't have to compare to other people. Just live at your highest faith level. And you will see victory after victory, stretching and growing and more fruit for the kingdom of God. Amen. Lift up your hands and let's pray to Father. Father, I just pray right now in Jesus' name that you just uh, usher, usher victories into our daily experience. That we will adjust our mouth to homologeo and confess in agreement, not contra sa sinabi mo. Lord, circumcise our mouth that we don't speak negative, that we don't contradict your word but we speak in agreement with your word i pray that we would just uh, go get the promises get them soaked into our heart i pray lord that you would bring victory by the word of our testimony and right now i speak uh, and, and i declare in jesus name and i expect great testimonies to follow for every man every woman every youth every child in this place testimonies that will come forth that will f fruit of our lips the power of life in our tongue. And I pray that these testimonies will be shared and highlighted and celebrated so that we might give greater glory to you for you are so good. And we thank you for everything you've done and everything you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Turn to someone at your left or your right and just say, you've got victory in your mouth. All right. Say it again. Say, you've got a miracle in your mouth.